Hello and welcome to HearthCast, episode number 147 for patch 5.0.5, made possible by RiptideSoftware.com. Our topic for today is picking sides. This is Freckleface, I am a goblin hunter. And hey, this is Root, my main is a goblin warlike, and we are a podcast for the casual World of Warcraft player. Coming up in episode 147 of HearthCast, we're going to find out what one of our listeners is thankful for. We've got an auction house tip for you, no win, to give up. And I'm going to talk about the strangest reason to roll need I've ever seen in game. And hey, do you have plans for Sunday, December 9th? If not, i got something for you to do. And since it's been a while, Freckleface, we're going to have you in the hot seat today. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. HearthCast Season 4 is proudly sponsored by ReduceTheLag.com. You can drop your latency up to 50%. Just visit ReduceTheLag.com today. And Rarespawn Studios, where epic loot is guaranteed. Rarespawn Studios specializes in anime and gaming-inspired hats and accessories. You can find them on Etsy and use the code HEARTHCAST at checkout for 10% off your order. Want to give a mad shout-out to all of our friends over on Deathwing? including those in the Horderlies and those outside of the Horderlies, like Ninja. He messaged me today. He's on the Deathwing server. Love when people come up and, uh, and say hello to me. That's awesome. It's kind of funny because Arakio messaged me again, right in the middle of another raid again. He seems <laughs> to do that. It's just funny now. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was LFR anyhow. So it's just funny because he seems to know when I'm raiding. And, of course, deadly boss mods will uh, you know, rat you out. Yeah, it does. So. Especially if you guys wipe, and then it tells you how many times that you have wiped. Yeah, that's the makes best. makes me laugh. I did it to you the other night. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, about what? Oh, never mind. So. <laughs> hey, also of our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter, thank you guys so much. That's a lot of fun. Uh, it's our way that we keep in contact with you guys, and we appreciate that. And uh, so, hey, Freck. Hey, Root. How are you? Full. Full. Still. Yeah, still. <laughs> yeah. It's, Thanksgiving was great. Was. A lot of food. Do you get any, anything going on in a while for you, though? A lot of stuff. I mean, it was like the weekend, you know, long weekend, and yeah. then we're recording later than we it usually is. do, so I've had more wow time. That's right. There's more stuff to talk, talk about. about. So, um, I got Exalted with the Klaxi, which is cool. I got my... Exalted? Yeah. Oh, so you get the Scorpion? Got my Scorpion. Ow. I haven't quite finished the last um, wrap-up quest for it, because, I don't know, it got annoying, so I stopped, I'm going to come back to it later. Um, then farming, a little farm. Oh, the farm farm. Farm farm. Farm farm. Uh, It's a lot of fun. You got a dog? No. No? (laughs) You're not a farmer. (laughs) Uh, I started doing the cloud serpent dailies, and then I did a little introduction thing, and then I started to pick up the actual daily. I looked at all three of them and realized they all wanted me to use professions I didn't have. First aid. Don't have it. Cooking. Wasn't up high enough. Fishing. Don't have it on that tune. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, maybe I'll just do this in their character yeah, or something. They get you on those, man. I know. I wanted to be at all. I'm like, man, I want my, I want my, uh, win, what do you call that thing? Mount. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I call that thing. My wind serpent. Oh, I want yeah. my wind serpent. <laughs> Eventually. Um, so I signed up for three raids on open raids. Oh. I only went to two of them. Oh. Um, I signed up for nine o'clock Wednesday night. 
Bastion Twilight Heroic, which is awesome. Yeah. Let's get that away. I signed it for Firelands um, Metis, and that was supposed to be at midnight. Normally, it's not a problem for me. Right, you're up night island I'm up. anyhow, yeah. But Wednesday night, I'm starting. I was like, man, I haven't cleaned. I oh. haven't started any of my cooking. Oh yeah. And I just started to get stressed, and mm. I was tired. I was like, mm. you know, what? if I stay up until two or two thirty, and then I have to get up in a few hours to feel like get everything done, I'm just gonna, you know, it's yeah. like it's not gonna be worth it. So I, I had to back that. out of that, which I was sad because. After I'd run that one, I would have only had to run Heroic Firelands to get a cool mount. Um. So now i got to figure something else out. And I did a Dragon Soul regular Metas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get the date team because they, they, they pull you in on that one. Because you're like, oh, I've only got to do four more. I've only got to do three more. I've only got to do two more. Yeah. yeah, because... Well, we did all of them except for there's one that you can't do in one run. Yeah, you the chromatic to, one at yeah, the end. Yeah, you have to do four different runs. Yeah. But considering I've only been there on Raid Finder and only once, I didn't do all that great. <laughs> <laughs> getting gear... Wait, you don't need gear now. No, I didn't get any gear. I didn't really get anything out of that one, but um, I, I only caused... One wipe that was solely on me. <laughs> oh, what'd you do? Um. Okay. So on the ship, we we're all assigned a little quadrant of the ship based yes. on like the boards. Yeah. And I don't know what I was thinking. They're like, "You're responsible for the square." I'm like, "Cool." I was thinking I had to kill stuff if it came in my square. Oh, not the case. I was supposed to stand in purple goo. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah. not looking for purple goo. Oh, so yeah, it's one of those weird things where normally you stay out of purple stuff. Right. Uh, in this one, you actually want to get in it to mitigate the damage that's done to the ship. Right. From the bombings. Of the, yeah. So. Oops. Yeah. So, what's been going on with you? Um, likewise, with the holiday week, or half week, or whatever we had, yeah. um, I did complete my glory of the Dragon Soul Raider. Grants! So, um, I got the mount yeah. out of there. What's she look like? Um, just the, all the other mounts. It's like a big purple drake with horns thing all right yeah it's cool yeah it's all right it's all right. good i mean it's cool you happy about it i am actually happy about that is it your new default mount um flying mount? well it, default flying mount? it kind of was for a day uh-huh but then i went and i got the um like the next i mean here's the thing like i was super excited about that so i made a i made a post on reddit yeah and that drove some traffic for open raid because it did it through open raid and I put a picture. I mean, a guy from work did the picture. Actually, I just kind of went, can you do this? And he did. And I was super stoked about that for about a day. Because then I got the Glory of the Firelands Raider. Oh. Which also has a mount. It's, Is it pretty? Yeah, it's the Corrupted Firehawk. Uh-huh. It's like all purple fire flames. Purple? Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is like a pretty cool warlock mount. Oh, true. Also, just really like purple. Um, I haven't tweeted about that one or 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 done an. Uh, better look great on my shadow priest. Cause, oh, oh man, so I think it's a better mount. Yeah. So it's like, and then we did Bastion of Twilight, and now I got Dragon. So it's like all of a sudden, like in a period of like three days, I have like two really cool mounts. I got Savior of Azeroth title. I got. Uh, now I'm dragging. So it's like, I mean, I got too much going on. Mm-hmm. 
as it's this huge influx flood of all this stuff going on with me, um, running, looking for raid. And that's been a lot of fun. Um, completed all of it. And, um, yeah, 2850, 2850, 2850, 2850. Uh. And I was on one. Um, and uh, the, the end boss is this big beetle. And pretty much this boss, if you do it right, it's not difficult. Mm-hmm. But most people can't understand that concept uh-huh That's if you don't dps is no nothing is tank anymore spank. no nothing's tank and spank anymore well except trash you know but anyhow when you don't understand the mechanics of this fight it goes horribly bad and most people don't understand the mechanics of this fight so after wiping like four times on it and just watching the groups go i was just so tired i'm like you know what i gotta go and so i left so the other night I decide, you know, I, I need I need to finish that up. There's only one boss left. Let's let me go. And so I'm doing this thing with this group the other night. And it was pretty funny because this group they were pretty serious. It's one of the more serious looking for raid groups that I've been in. These guys were evaluating after every boss fight. If you weren't pulling your weight, vote to kick. Wow. And it was happening fast. So I'm thinking there. Were, I didn't look at the people, but I'm guessing there were probably a good amount of those people were from one one guild or uh-huh. you know so or friends or whatever, and pugging the rest. Um. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Just like if you weren't healing, if you weren't, I mean, they were posting recount, and if you weren't in the top, whatever, you're gone. Vote to kick. But somebody has to be in the bottom range. Someone's got to be in the bottom. Someone's got to be in the top. Statistically, yeah. Well, if you were in the bottom, you were gone. Ugh. And. My only comment to the guy was, hey, you have no guarantee that the replacement you get will be any better than the person you just kicked out. That's true. And he's like, I'll take that chance. I was like, okay. Plus the people coming in are going to be like, no, I'm stuck with doing one or two bosses. It tells you when you join in at 0 of 6 or whatever, how many bosses, 0 of 3 down, whatever. Uh, But it tells you that. So people still join. Now here's the thing. I'm going through. I've already looted everything except the last boss. So I get that nice little message that says, "You, oh, sorry, you don't get anything. Uh-huh. You don't even get twenty eight fifty root. You get oh, you get nothing because you already looted this boss this week." And I'm like, "Oh well, I need the last boss, so let's let's keep going." Get to the last boss, first time we wipe, and the guy's like, "All right, look, go over the mechanics one more time." Goes over the mechanics of it, which is basically for DPS, the big beetle. He walks around, and pretty much he DPS his feet, his legs. Hmm. And you stay inside the big blue circles. You don't touch the purple circles. And you stay out of anything that's on the ground. Pretty simple. Yeah. Um. Doing good the second time. I mean, doing real good the second time. Real, real good the second time. And then I'm not paying attention and I stand in the bed and I die. So I'm a little sad. But I figure, well, we'll see what happens. And um, I got distracted. Something distracted me. I ended up looking up oh, some stuff. Um, it was actually work. <laughs> that distracted me. Oh. <laughs> so I ended up, this is like at 2 o'clock in the morning. So I ended up like tabbing out and doing some stuff, you know, like, oh, I can work on this. while there's, and I, can, I can hear what's going on. I can still hear them fighting and everything. So I know we're, they're not dead yet. And I, I started to hear people, because I have the, the, the death notice sound when uh-huh. people die. It goes, like that. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I look back in and I'm like, well, they got a chance. I go back to what I'm doing and... All of a sudden, it's like, ka-chung, which is like, you know, dungeon complete sound. Yeah. Like, oh, they got it. All right. And I tab back over. <gasps> I want to drop. Ooh. The only boss I could loot 
and I want a drop. Awesome. I want a helm. I'm going to put, yeah, oh man. Have you seen the video of the helm? It's like a bug face with horns and it noms. The mouth goes, that's weird. Yeah, it's creepy. (laughs) And then like, it's got black artifacts that fly off the top of the head. Huh. Yeah. Like, you know that scene in uh, Harry Potter uh, where Voldemort dies at the very end and his skin starts floating up in like little chunks? Yeah. That's the effect of this skull cap thing I got going. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's crazy. Um, so yeah, that was cool. So the only thing I could possibly loot and I won the loot. So that, that, well, that made me feel good even mm-hmm. though I was dead <laughs> a little, but anyhow, Hey, got the terrible turnip yeah. off my farm. I got it now. I did. And our debt is settled. That's true. Too many who said, just give it to Freckle Face and she can shut up about you. Yeah. Oh, and her goal. That's right. Like, I'll take it. It's right. <laughs> the debt is settled. So, um, because that's good for pet battles. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Level it to two. Um, yeah, because it has an ability that um, it will not bring the other pet's health below one. Because what happens sometimes, you want to capture something. You have to get it below a certain amount of health. But if you go too far, you kill it. Oh. Then you can't capture it. Yeah, you don't want to get So this will do it. Probably about the second time I used it, though, in the fight, I forgot that it doesn't actually kill it. So I'm sitting there going... Why is this thing sticking at one? It's do- I went about four turns. Oh, man. And thinking it was just dodging it or missing. I was like, what is going on? Just die already. It's like, oh, I can't kill it with this. That's funny. Yeah. Sorry to derped out with it, but. <laughs> got it to level two, so. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Yeah. Um, in my dailies, my rep's getting up, which unlocks more dailies. Uh, Claxi, for one. So yeah. I did get some gear off of there, which was nice. Um, and then Golden Lotus. Okay. Which then unlocks, the Golden Lotus is like a gateway to other people's, like the Shadow Pan. I haven't even started them. Yeah, I was like, oh look, I get more dailies, yay. It's fun, it's something different. So there's that part. So, and they experienced something rather interesting in, um, Cross Realm Zones. What's up? And dailies. Um, I was kind of, I was on Dead Guys Vent, and I was kind of mad because uh, during the Golden Lotus uh, dailies, it's a lot, it's like a PvP area in our server. Right. You know, you get in there, you try and do stuff, there's Horde, there's Horde Alliance in the same area, and they will gank you, and they will kill you, and, you know, because they want to control the resources so they can get their dailies done. And uh, Dead Guy's like, well, hang on a second, he invites me to his, his group, and I'm on his server. I'm like, okay. And I go out, and I'm killing, you know, you know, go kill you know, 16 of these guys or whatever it is. And I'm doing that. I'm getting credit for them. I'm like, all right, cool. This is, oh, this is so much nicer. Oh, man, you know what? Look, there's there's the opposite faction here, and they don't care that I'm here. This is great. And then get the point where it's like, um, all right, you need to kill, you know, three of these things. I'm like, okay, cool. Don't see them. It's like, maybe you need to be in the spirit world thing. Click on that. No, that's not doing it. Where these guys are disappearing. Can't figure it out. So I'm talking to dead guy. I'm like, well, you know, where are these guys? He goes, just look up. They're right there. I'm like, there's nothing up. He goes, just look up. Aren't they throwing like this stuff on the ground? I'm like, no, they're not throwing anything on the ground over here. You know what you're talking about? So I figured, you know what? I got to figure it out. I have an old daily that I forgot to do. Let me go, let me just get rid of it and I'll go turn my dailies in and we're fine. So I, you know, I abandoned that quest, go turn my dailies in. And there's a person there with a the blue. When I get there, she has a blue exclamation point. But why her exclamation point blue? <laughs> It's that quest again. I'm like, well, okay, it's the daily for today. So I fly back over there. I'm like, man, I can't figure this out. Something is just messed up. 
And then I think about it. I'm like, what are your dailies over here? Mm-hmm. I don't think our dailies are the same, and I don't think these creatures spawn unless it's the right daily. Oh. So we ungroup, and lo and behold, there are these three huge dra- black dragons flying around in my face on our server, which I almost die for. I'm like, oh, don't, because he, dead guy will do this. Instead of waiting for me to say, okay, I'm in a safe spot, go ahead and, and ungroup, he just leaves group. Because here's the thing, okay, I can be like at a spot on, on his zone, in a safe spot, there's no mobs around me, right? And as soon as the group is disbanded and I get zapped back to my zone or my realm, I could be standing right up in some dude's face. That's true. Right? And there's yeah. a little bit of lag time, and apparently they don't care about lag time coming in because they're like, oh, I'm going to beat your face for two seconds before you realize you're back in this world. Right. Yeah, you know? I can see that. So he's done this like probably three or four times now. I'm like, would you please just wait till I tell you to? <laughs> you know? He's like, oh, sorry. I'm like, oh, no, okay, well, here we go. You know? <laughs> Let's see if Root can survive. <laughs> So that's all it was. Basically, um, the dailies on one server aren't necessarily the dailies on your server. So it's like the old um, Tollbrad dailies. If you went up to the part um, that you had to control to be able to do the dailies, they had uh, three different places that they were locked. You couldn't get there unless it was that day for the dailies, and they would open up. Oh, okay. So kind of similar to what you're saying, how the mobs aren't there unless... Unless it's the daily. That dailies were there. But because of that, you went, you had to get cross realms on a different server and you picked up. No, no. I the you, da- oh, You'd already picked up dailies. Yeah. But then you went to a zone that their dailies were different. So, yep. so apparently the quest you get is for your uh-huh. own. And, and then the. Gotcha. Uh, the, well, were you, were you grouped with him when you accepted the quest? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just, it's, That's... it's still a little clinky. Okay. So. Yeah. Hmm. This is one, one of those things you got to watch for. Yeah, yeah okay. I just just watch for that because it happened to me one other time before. I didn't. Now looking back on it, that's what it was because I thought, man, do, did I just join a raid group? Because you know, a lot of times if you're in a raid, your your daily quest ain't gonna work. I haven't tried to do it. Yeah, it just doesn't. It just stuff doesn't work right. Okay. But uh, same thing, you know. Just if you if you're if you're grouped up with somebody who's cross roamed, and just make sure that you know because your dailies can mess up. And that's what happened to me. Okay, so, good to know. But it was rather nice because the parts that I could do. Which was like killing those guys who were always there. That gave me credit for that. And then that was. And then the other thing I found out, um, just for whatever reference, if you are cross realm zoned and you are on your farm and you plant stuff, it's okay. Okay, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Little pause for effect. No, you're fine. Because I was worried about that because I was like, uh, Dead Guy's brother brought me into his crick. He, oh, he has this cool trinket that like does this translucent thing and also turns his pet translucent oh nice and his mount translucent and it's really cool and so he was showing me that trinket and i was like oh that's so cool and i'm like and then i went back and i was on my farm and i was doing my farm he was trying to get my farming done and then i was like oh man that is planting my whole crops <laughs> okay let's find out if the, what's gonna happen now uh-huh. and then here's the, the the scary part is when you uh ungroup and you you're being zoned back to your your server, your farm goes to an empty field. Oh. And so I was like, <gasps> and it goes, and it all came back. And I was like, oh, oh thank goodness. Cool. So that, Man, that was... I'm really liking the tillers thing because yeah. now that I realized, oh, I don't have to go fishing. Oh, yeah. You just go buy them with Tiger Pals. Yes. Yeah. And how it's got a more of a marketplace feel because I have all these onions. No, I have all these turnips. 
Right. I don't know what to do with turnips. And I realized I can just box them up and give them back. Yeah, grocery get bag. Get a little it. token, then get yeah. a token to get me meat. So, yeah. like trading. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Have an irrigation system, which is cool. Oh, I told you about that last week. Actually, yeah. you got it yet. Yeah. The cool part about that is you get the irrigation system, you can get the bug repellent, and you can buy some scarecrows and stuff the like that. The scarecrow don't do nothing. I know. It's, it's like just a, decorative. And then you eventually and get it like disappears. a hoe, Or not a hoe, but like a tractor or something. I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. You get something that will till the yeah, row. Yeah, till the row. Yeah. So, like when I'm planting, right? Right. If it is a parched thing or an infested thing, I leave it alone. Right. And then because once you click the little button, it gets everything. Yeah. You know, you click on your, your pest repellent or you click on your irrigation system and it covers your entire plot or those that are in front of it. I was hoping the scarecrow would like fight off the... the Hawks that come down for the, the alluring, alluring plants. Yeah. Like, that would make sense. I, know, I was mad. I spent the money and I was like, that didn't do anything. I already have a scarecrow on my farm. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. You ain't got a dog yet. How do you get the dog? It's part of a quest. Well, I don't have that yet. Yeah. It just got revered like the other day. Oh, uh, me too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was flying around. There's a dog and I'm like, oh, look, there's a little dog down here. And he's missing like something like a bone or something and then you got to go get it from some people who stole it and then you go you know get the it. dog's name dog okay well, i had it honestly the dog's name is dog well that's crazy i don't forget the name of the dog later but the dog's name is dog so okay oh, yeah, so, so oh man um also then we're gonna wrap this up and get more into what you know the rest of the show here valor cat it is very very easy for someone like me i don't have a lot of time right now but it is very simple to get valor cat it's called one random heroic a day, mm-hmm. one random scenario a day, and all the dailies I can do. And I'm done. No. And I'm not completing all my dailies. And by the end of the week, I am Valor Cat. And looking for raid once a week? I do looking for raid once a week as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's all of them in there. And there, you, you you know there's a buff for your alts now. You get an alt buff. Yeah. Where once you get Valor Cat for the week, the rest of your tunes on that server get a 50% Valor experience boost. For the week. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's cool. Yeah. So, yeah. A lot of stuff going on. A lot, a lot of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. This podcast is part of the Ego Podcasting Network. We have an email from Scaresome. Hey, buddy. Hats off and a tip of the topper to the mighty Gorm. What a great guest to have on the show. Smart, funny, and a thoughtful, considered philosopher. The kind of guy you like to sit and have six beers with. Thanks for a good episode of HearthCast, the fastest growing podcast of its kind. See, and that's a double shout out because that's what we used to say. Yeah. So that, that's cool, Scaresome. That's awesome. I appreciate that. And yeah, Gorm's been my buddy uh, for goodness. 20 some odd years. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he was the guy who, um, man, I was using a Commodore 128 when I first met him. He's the guy who we built my first XT computer with him. Yeah, we go way on back. Y'all missed the uh, the the pre and post show where uh, Gorm and I did a little reminiscing. Oh, yeah. We shared a lot funny. of funny stories. All your pranks that you pulled on people. Yeah. 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 Craziness. Yeah. So. That was the fullest we've had in the studio. I had four people in here. That was crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's not that big of a studio. To well, four and a half if you count. Yeah, because she is with. I know. Yeah, yeah. Gorm's going to be Guaranteed, a dad. Yeah. yeah, so hey, hey. Congrats to them. Hey, we also have an email here from our buddy Jackson. And Jackson writes in, he says, Dear Root, Freckleface, and the rest of the HearthCast crew, they say Thanksgiving is a time for family. They say Thanksgiving is a time for friends. 
They say Thanksgiving is a time to pause and reflect on things you're thankful for. As such, I present to you my list of why I am thankful for HearthCast. HearthCast answered my question by opening my eyes to a whole new world. HearthCast took the time to think about me, not only in-game, but in my daily life as well. HearthCast gave me the courage to take the initial step in what has become a magnificent journey. HearthCast has continued to spur me on during my IRL quest with insights, advice, and useful information. HearthCast makes me realize that I'm not the weird one around here. HearthCast allows me to stand up, raise my freak flag high, and give a voice to those who otherwise would remain silent. HearthCast sent me a hearthy. HearthCast actually reads the mail I send them. HearthCast understands that there is more to life than the game of WoW, but that it is an important cornerstone in a lot of people's lives. HearthCast cares about others and shows it by giving their time. Meetups, HearthCast AOE, the very podcast we are all listening to. This Thanksgiving, I will be giving thanks for you, HearthCast, your brother-in-arms, Jackson. Aw, Jackson. Make <laughs> that cry. I know, you're getting teared up over I there. Like I like I stomp a lean in the studio again. What's going on? <laughs> oh, thank you for that. You know, and we, we are so thankful for Jackson and all of our listeners, too. And it made me think of something, too. Okay. <clears throat> your Facebook comments give us content. Your tweets are so sweet. Your emails are never fail. Your calls make us feel tall. Are you trying to write and rhyme all these? What's... <laughs> Just those. <laughs> uh, but on a serious note, um, you know, you guys share with us your, li- your lives. And you open up with us. You tell us what's going on. Give us stuff to talk about, which is awesome. Um, uh, you correct us gently. You know, if, if we, we're not perfect. We say stuff that's wrong and... And when we do get feedback from you guys, it's always like, hey, you said this, but it's really this way. And it's always like so cool to get that feedback and get corrected and go like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, or teach us something that we didn't know. Also, you guys start some like crazy interesting discussions. I mean, we'll just, you know, throw something out there randomly and then like we'll get like some good, like well thought out feedback about it. You know, things we would never thought about. Um, just different points of view. Um, and if it wasn't for our listeners and for, we would have nothing to talk about. It's True. boring. Yeah. Yeah. But because you guys give us feedback and you say, hey, and you uh, let us know what's up, you know, we have stuff to talk about every week. Yeah. So thank you. Does make it a lot more fun, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I kind of echo the same sentiments Freckleface just uh, laid out there for you guys. So, yeah, we appreciate y'all. Yeah. Today's totally tantalizing topic Playing both sides Brought to you by ReduceTheLag.com Now before there's pandas There's goblins and morgans Yeah Before that, blood elves and draenei But it doesn't matter what new content they add What new races, places, quests, whatever Warcraft would not be Warcraft if it wasn't about Horde versus Alliance. The meat of it all. The core. The core of it all. And everything that happens revolves around that conflict. Sometimes resolves for the moment. Sometimes it's outright war. The conflict ebbs and flows, but it's always there. Yeah, there's a lot of unfinished business in WoW. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
So, which makes us ask the question: Do you play? Do you do you pick a side? Do you are you alliance? Do you say I'm alliance? Do you say I'm horde? I'm I'm horde for life. I, you know, rah, rah, you know, alliance are dumb. Or or do you do you play both sides? Do you not identify with either one? Hmm. You know, and that looking at the game, I kind of have a hard time figuring out maybe the way Blizzard intended people to play. Do they intend people to play both sides, or they intend people to just, you know, pick a team, and that's your team, and, you know, that's your side of the conflict. I don't know. Interesting. But there are pros and cons for both picking a side and for playing both. Okay. So, playing both teams, playing both Horde and Alliance, there are some good things about it. There are some advantages. You experience new places. Places that might be off limits to you as the opposite faction because it's guarded and you can't get there. Yeah. They used to bother me in Dalaran. Oh, you try to walk in the wrong <laughs> bar. <laughs> you get kicked out and get dizzy for a couple of whatever I it is. I know. That was one of the first things I did when a race changed by the, or, or faction changed. I'm like, I'm going to Dalaran. <laughs> yeah, go to Dalaran, go to that ta- Like, what's in that tavern? It's a pretty cool tavern. It, it is got a that cool big thing. bear rug. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The horse yeah. got a better place, I think, in Dalaran. Yeah, Anyhow, they do. go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, you get new characters, new people to interact with, new yeah. race leaders. Yeah. Um, new quest to Kay. some extent. Yeah. 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 You can play with more people. How so? Well, if you meet someone like we do at the meetup and they say, I play Alliance, you don't have to say, why well, I only play Horde, therefore we can never <laughs> play together. If you play both, it doesn't matter. You must sit on the opposite side of this table. <laughs> Make no eye contact with me. And you have to cover the tip. <laughs> Another good thing is there are new account achievements that reward you for playing both. What? Yeah. Oh, that's right. The double They're, agent and stuff yeah, like that. Double yeah, double agent. And I'm assuming once you, because you know how these achievements are usually kind of, I can't think of the verb, but I'm imagining like the little Russian doll, nested. Oh, yeah. I got that that is a very good uh, analogy visual. Yes. Thing, yes. <laughs> All, a lot of achievements are nested in that you never see them in your log until you've done the one right before it. Right. So right, it's hard right. to see how far it goes. So I don't know how far the double agent, like do you get one for getting three of each? So the game itself is starting to reward your account itself for experience by that content. Um, you don't have to worry if your faction is losing in the battlegrounds. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you could be like, oh, Horde's losing. That's okay. Because go Alliance and you switch the Alliance to you. <laughs> That's fun. Because now you can have them on the same server. That's true. Yeah. You used to not. I know. So. You have a, uh, a better understanding of the overall faction relationships in the game. Yeah, if you read quest text and stuff, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Figure what's going on, why they don't like each other. Yeah. 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 Get more of your money's worth. Yeah, because you get to experience more. You get to yeah. see more stuff, man. Experience higher yeah. amount of it. You know, there's there's some achievements like uh, the For the Horde or For the Alliance. Do you have that one? Where you go raid the capital cities of the opposite factions? Yes. Yeah, that's a lot easier to do if you have someone who, when you coordinate, they kind of... Because... Oh, insider information. Right. You know how to get to... Well, you know how to get there and that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's true. I hadn't thought of that. But the other thing that, that we did when I got got this was we told people, hey, 
we're just coming in. We're just getting this achievement. We're not doing anything crazy. Just leave us alone. And they did. Oh, gotcha. You know, so you had a except plant. for Undercity. <laughs> yeah, we had a plant. That's a good way to do it. Yeah, we had a plant who told everybody, ah. "Hey, ignore it. We're not attacking the city. Nothing crazy is going on. We're just getting the achievement, you know, for the horde." And everybody was cool except for Undercity. Undercity, there we was a major fight. Hmm. But other than that, it was it was all right. It was good. It worked. So yeah, that was kind of cool because there's some achievements like that that can, you know, they're fun to do and and they can help. Um. I think a big benefit of, of playing both Horde and Alliance kind of goes back to a little bit of what you said about, uh, you know, the conversation at the table. You can actually share information with somebody. You know, I'm big into that. So if if someone comes up to me and they talked about, you know, the World of Warcraft and they don't know anything about the game, they want to know more about the game, I can ask, I can find out more about them by asking them questions, what kind of games they like. And if they're like, well, you know, I'm into this, you know, fantasy art thing and, and the RPG and I, I want to do this and, and, uh, and by the way, I'm really into like you know, uh, you know, just like zombies and stuff. Are there any zombies in the games? I want to be a zombie. I go, well, you know, the horde does have this uh, undead race. It's kind of like a zombie. You can see its bones and stuff. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I want to. Oh, they do eat people when they're dead. Yeah, and so there you go. You know, um, and it helps be able to, to communicate a little bit more about the game that way. So I kind of like that aspect of it. Now there are some bad things about playing both sides. Some disadvantages. Oh. It can be confusing, switching back and forth. Really? Like you forget what tune you're on? Yeah. What faction you are on? <laughs> yeah, like when you try to run into the wrong city. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. I know. I'd always try to um, get on my horde and I'd try to go in Ashenvale. I'd get on the road. And I, would try, I looked at my map. I was like, okay, that road goes right from east to west. I try to take it. Get them a little mount, go straight through Astronar and get killed. <laughs> yes. I do the same thing uh, on Alliance when you're going through um, uh, the crossroads and stuff and the Barrens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you run through there like, can I get in this mount? Go any faster, please. I do, you know, because now the road's not even safe. You know? That's so. true. It can be a little repetitive. I mean, theoretically, the quest would be different. A lot of times they're not. Sometimes it makes sense for them to not be different when there is a third faction that both factions are interacting with. Therefore, the faction is giving the same quest to both Horde and Alliance. Sure. Uh, I'll give you an example. In the Jaded Forest, there's this epic uh, quest that you, on both sides, uh, it's like a vehicle quest where you snipe things. The oh, first yeah, stage, yeah, yeah. The first stage, you have a sniper spotting you. The second stage, you're the sniper and you're spotting. Sure, right. And you're doing the shooting. Um, it was cool because there's a thing with the raccoon that on the Alliance side doesn't make much sense. If you've done both, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I think we alluded to that a couple episodes ago. Right. Yeah. Um, but there's also something else in there that bothered me because the, the part where you were doing the shooting and you said, and the person says, Something about, I could just barely read their lips as they said, kill all the guards so I can move forward. It was literally the exact same line of dialogue. Oh, wow. Except it was supposed to be by two different characters in two different places. And so you kind of go, you know, really? You couldn't at least rephrase that a little bit? Um, and there is a lot more quests that end up being the same. 
even if you go on Wowhead lots of times, like you'll see a quest that says Horde or Alliance, you click on them both. Right. And they're the same. Same one. You know? So going and making a different faction tune, thinking that it's going to be a completely different experience, usually it's only different up until a certain level. You know, the starting zones are always different because it's different for each race. Some of them are combined. Um but usually once you get out of once you get into a uh a contested zone, the quest is the same for either side. So it can be a little bit disappointing. Um another disadvantage is that you know, if you if you want to do everything, if you're a completionist, it's a lot to do. Oh yeah. It's very much time sink. Um and also your professions they, you can't do that whole symbiotic thing. Uh, for example, on my on Deathwing, I have several cooking characters, and I have a fishing one. So I I don't have to necessarily learn cooking on all of my characters. I could just get the meat and send them off and cook it and send it back. Right? Sure. I could just send one tune out to go fish and send and send the fish to the cook, and vice versa. Send the mining mats to the blacksmith or send the uh, herbings of the alchemist. But you can't do that between factions. Right. The trading between factions is is very... You can't do it by yourself. You have to get a third person. you got to get a middleman or... You have to get a middleman, yeah. The neutral auction house or just try to do that. But it's, just, it's difficult. So it's just... It's not worth it for everyday trading. You know, it's only worth it for, you know, trying to transport a large amount of gold or a very special item that you yeah. want. Um, so you lose out. So if you start a new faction and you have all your other professions maxed out, then you got to start all over. Yeah. And just uh, to clarify, the, the, the accepted way to transfer stuff between factions, like on your same tune, is to go uh, coordinate with somebody. You know, if, if I'm on an alliance tune and Freckleface is on a horde tune and I need to move mining materials from my alliance tune to my horde tune, I'll have Freckleface go hang out by a neutral auction house. And I will tell her I'm about to post, you know, 60 stacks or whatever, whatever I'm doing, all this amount of, of, of ore, and I'm going to post it at like an absurdly low, low price. And hopefully nobody else is there. Yeah, you, you know? better hope no else snipes it. Right. Yeah. And so I, w- I would post that. I was like, all right, post it. And she would, she would, then she'd buy it all, and I would swap tunes, and she would just give me all the mats back. Yeah. The problem with that now, of course, is remote auction house because you can't tell anymore. Well, it's harder to tell because there are a couple spots that go to the to the neutral auction house. It's not just the one in Booty Bay. There's a couple of different places uh, for access to the neutral auction house. But even more so now with remote auction house, it's just a click away. You cannot tell because that was always the big thing. Like you get up there and go, "Okay, there's nobody here. Let's do this." Like, "All right, let's do this." So, so if you are going to pick a side, you're going to say, "You know, I I'm Alliance or I'm Horde," and you're just going to play that faction. Um, you know, some of the advantages are transferring things between tunes, obviously very easy. Yeah. There's no wait time for mailing. Um, eventually, they're going to implement my account-wide bank. Are they? They are. I've when? decided it. I oh. don't know. Oh, you decided <laughs> I thought you had some inside information, <laughs> Freckle Face. No, it's just too good of an idea for them not to do it. <laughs> uh, you get shared faction rep. That's always a good yeah. thing. Just not as much of an investment in your time if you don't have that much time to play. Right, because you, you have a limited amount of things you're going to focus on, so you don't have to worry about, you know, well, I've done this this quest on Alliance tune, now I'm going to need to go do it on my Horde tune and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, it, It's easier to repeat quest lines that you already know. 
Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you've done it. And so you should have some recollection of that quest and what you did on it. Yeah. But really the biggest advantage I think is just the investment that you have in the storyline. Because now there's clear good guys and bad guys. I mean right now it's a little odd because um with Garrosh being such a monster right now. It's funny. I was in the white t- the temple of the white tiger. I was doing that quest again and not rushing through it like I did the first time. Okay. Um but Anduin's in there and he's telling the pandas that he's like, "No, I believe that we're both good. When it, down to our core, the alliance and the horde are both good. And the Torrens are like, mm, have you met our leader? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a nod to the fact that, yeah, typically, if you're alliance, like you just you hate the horde leader, and if you're horde, you hate the alliance leader, and that's why you also fight the leader of the opposite faction during that same Temple of the White Tiger sure. series. Yeah. Um, but right now it's a little off balance because Garrosh is obviously unstable. We know we're going to fight him at the end of this expansion, despite what faction you're on. So there's a little bit of that. But other than that, I mean, it's you have a clear sense of the good guys, the bad guys, who you want to win this war. You're just more invested in it. Um, and I know this isn't a perfect analogy, but, you know, we just had all these football games coming on. And you know the people that enjoy the game are the ones that they have their team. They're the yeah. fans. Yep. And if you were to watch, you know, one of the big rival games, you didn't really have a clear idea of who you wanted to win. It's just not that enjoyable. You're just kind of passively watching it. Yeah, right? you're exactly right. And it's actually a very good analogy. Uh, because if if you are a team player, then you're a team player. Yeah. And, um, and yeah. people don't pick their teams based on merit. They pick it on who they emotionally connect with, right? To some extent. Yeah, or, you know, you heritage, know. passed down, well, family yeah, traditions, yeah, there's part, a lot of that's other That's part th- of the emotional yeah. thing. Is, it's like my whole family is, I have, yeah, it's yeah. all my Alabama people. Um, yeah, that's right. You're, yeah, you're, you guys come from Alabama. You got Alabama side. Well, so. my dad has a big family. They're Alabama fans. My yeah. mom has a big family. They're Auburn fans. Oh, house so, divided. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> completely side note, but we'll throw it in because it's kind of relevant. Uh-huh. It, I saw it again this year, so it happens that they cover it, and I'm sure every state does this that has these in-state rivalries that we just had. Um, the the little local news station, at least one of them, will go find that household where the husband is for one team and the wife is for the other, uh-huh. and they're all like, a house divided. <laughs> <laughs> will the marriage survive? You know, and then it's like, dun-dun-dun, and they get them yeah. in there like, like, this is investigative reporter Todd Campbell here, and we're going to talk to this gentleman here, Mr. Smith. How are you? Yes, you're going for uh, Alabama this week, uh, and your wife or their Mrs. Smith is an Auburn fan. Where will you be sleeping tonight? You know, <laughs> so they all they, and they just date. And the same thing can be said though for Horton Alliance. Yeah, it adds it adds a layer of intensity it that's really just does. not there if you just go like, oh, I play platoons. But if you're like, man, I'm just Alliance and Horde, they're just they're awful. They come in and they. You know, they gank me, and they beat me in the battlegrounds, and they <laughs> they kill me whenever I go near Orgamar. But if you're like, like, oh, I know you killed me now, haha, Alliance. But then you're like, oh, I used to play Alliance. It's okay. <laughs> like right now, I can't get, even though you can't get mad I can't at get mad at Alliance. No, I, I would have done the same thing to me. I used to be all like, I hate the Horde, I hate the Horde. And now, the playing Horde, I can't even hate Alliance. <laughs> So ganking to me is like no fun. I actually accidentally oh. killed somebody today. Yeah, was it in the the marketplace? Um, I- <laughs> it was close to that. Okay. It was in the dailies area. I was like shooting, shooting. Then I realized I was targeting somebody, another hunter who's like really low health. 
And it's like, ah, oh, I'll just get over with. <laughs> you went ahead and killed him? Because <laughs> I couldn't get my pet off him anyways. Pets oh, got mine of his own. Man. You know, also one of the things about, that is good about picking a side. What? Makes it a whole lot easier to buy swag and t-shirts. Oh, it does. Let's take one of says, that'd be good, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Take a horde simple, that's cool. I can get the bumper sticker, that's all right. Yeah. You know how hard it is to find ones that are just like World of Warcraft or Blizzard? Oh, it's true. You know, it's yeah. like everything's like for the horde or for the alliance. It's like, no, I just want one that says World of Warcraft. I know. Come on. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think it I think it adds a level of emotion intensity. I mean. I agree. Completely agree. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, so, now, of course, there are a few bad things about picking a side. Um, you know, you do miss out on a larger story in that, you know, neither side really is inherently good or bad. When you look at, like, how similar they are and, like, you know, it, when I started out, I used to think Alliance of the Good Guys. Have you read Rise of the Horde yet? No, okay. I have not. <laughs> That's why it still pains me, this whole thing. So. You feel like Horde of the Good Guys? No. What do you feel like? Well, d- can you give me a summary? <laughs> yeah, I can give you like the little the the, the thirty second version of it is it's okay. not the Horde's fault, but okay. they they were they had uh, they were corrupted by some kind of crazy demon blood and everything okay. else, and their shamans all turned to warlocks and everything else, and then they depleted their their resources on their planet and they opened up the portal and they invaded Azeroth. Yeah. So, while it wasn't their fault, they invaded. <laughs> well, true. So they they ain't supposed to be there. But it humanized so. them. They ain't supposed to be there. They ain't, they ain't supposed to be in Azeroth. Yeah. So that's okay. As much as I, I mean, just I want to go continue, please. All right. Well, I, I I noticed this a while back in the Cataclysm. I I know I probably brought up on this podcast before, but Stormwind Cataclysm happened. Stormwind had a few changes. One thing they got a gigantic statue of Arian. It's like five stories tall. Wow. Yeah. It used to be like a little courtyard. Now there's a huge courtyard. And it's just this massive statue. Um, you go out into Westfall, which isn't that far from Stormwind. And not only can you like go there and you see this massive amount of homeless people crowding around the gate who are screaming because they're starving. You do quests and the people are getting... Uh, giving you quests to go get them food. And they have you go get them dirt and, like, intestines so that they can... And they're like, ah, this is the best thing ever. Like, they literally... One of the quests is to make mud pie, and it is made out of mud. Wow. So, they just kind of rub it into you how dismal their situation is. Meanwhile, in the capital... Apparently they have enough yeah. money to erect, you know, yeah. five story statue to Varian. Yeah. like, wow. and you go give the people in Westfall some stew. You make a big pot of stew, and you go pass it around, and people just, you know, passing out in gratitude. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go do that now. <laughs> it's insane. So doing that as as much as I had been like, oh, I love Alliance and Kyloids, that I I noticed that discrepancy. I went, wait a minute, maybe Varian's not that great. Hmm. hmm. So maybe Alliance aren't just necessarily the good. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's what playing both sides does. It kind of opens it up to... Yeah, you, you, you're more, it gives you a more fuller understanding of... Right, it's a deeper understanding yeah. of what's going on. And yeah, you realize that neither side is really inherently good or bad. They or both... perfect. Well, yeah. yeah. 
They've all got their they faults. Felt, they all have faults, yeah. yeah. And they all believe they're in the right. So. That's true. You know, I think one of the downfalls of playing one side is there are some, on both sides, both Alliance and Horde, there are some moments in this game that are just jaw-dropping moments. And they only happen on one side or the other. Um, Have you uh, leveled up an undead? Yes. Okay. And so you've done the little Sylvanas quest line. Yeah. Rosh comes in. Yeah, I think we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What he said to her. Yeah. And what she's doing, which is nuts. Right. Yeah. Okay. So there's that whole moment that that happens where you just kind of go, whoa, whoa. You know, you're like, oh, I can't believe this happened in a game. Yeah. So that's kind of why I enjoy playing both sides and have enjoyed is because I would never have experienced that moment. Yeah, I can go to YouTube. I know. But it ain't the same. Yeah. Because you're not emotionally involved. So, to, you know, at that point in time, to be that emotionally involved in it was was incredible. And, uh, by the way, in, in other books and lore and stories, she's called, uh, the she that happens a lot. Oh. And ain't the only time that, <laughs> and that she's referred to as such. So mm, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because apparently that's how she rolls. So, there you go. All right. So, we threw it out on Facebook, you know, do you... Do you play both sides? We get some interesting responses. Kevin feels like a traitor when he runs around his alliance because it feels wrong. <laughs> so I still no- have to fight that feeling. <laughs> I feel dirty. <laughs> uh, Tammy says, I play Horde when I wanted to roll an alliance alt. She had to make a character on another server, so she didn't end up PvPing against her fellow Hordies in our home oh, server. That's, that's funny. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't mean to kill that guy. He was nice to me the other day. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, then we have people who do play both sides. Gary is very loyal to whichever faction is not trying to kill him, so it changes it every day to day. <laughs> so he must be doing a lot of PvP stuff there. Yeah. Um, Tom does because he wants to see the whole game. Will does because his friends can never settle on a server. Tim says, I have been mostly playing Alliance. I have a few months in a Horde guild. Because I was playing together with a real-life friend at the time. It's all about the people I play with. Jose says I have played both, but hate doing it because I always go to the wrong town and I'm dead on arrival. But it's a must if on PvP so you won't be lost on your assault of the other faction. Mark says it's not really the factions that are loyalty issue, just playing with friends and teaming up with them. Kim played Alliance for a few years, was having a lot of fun in a horde guild. Uh, Taylor says he likes the story both sides and he appreciates that there are two sides to cater to people's tastes. He said, wow, it's the first fantasy game that allowed him to actually play a non-human race. Uh, but that if he's ever not been able to play a horde, if, in other words, if that choice was removed from him, he probably wouldn't play the game. So he likes at least having that choice. Brian says he's played both but prefers the alliance. Why? No creepy undead. Christopher plays both to see every race's perspective on the story and their own corner of Azeroth. Now, you know, Frank, there are some people who are, are, are diehard loyalists. That's right. And they only play one faction. Only one faction. Daryl's one of those. He says, Horde since release. Although he claims he might have a level 5 alliance somewhere, but he doesn't really I don't remember. I think that counts. <laughs> if you can't remember if you have a tune, <laughs> Jean Pierre says uh, three words. For the Horde. And Kiana says she started as an alliance, but thought it might be time for something different. So she made a night elf. 
Allie forever. <laughs> so to sum it up, I don't know if Blizzard intended either way. If they intended us to play both or they intended us to pick a side and stick with it. But there are advantages and drawbacks to both. It just depends on your play style. Yeah, it depends on you. I like how Taylor summed it up. At least the choice is there. Buy, sell, craft, and loot. So, Freck, you just looted a BOE item out of a raid. I did? Yeah, or a dungeon. Anywhere you were, it's BOE. That BOE item happens to sell for about 1,000 gold. Ooh. Grats. So, you know, you go throw it up in the auction house, and nothing happens. You get it back. So, you know, you go over your simple checklist. You post it at the right time. You post it at the right price. So, right, relist it. And it's back again. It's not selling. So when is enough enough? How many times do you relist? Now, I have a pretty simple rule of thumb that I use for this. And it's rule of three. If I get it back three times, it ain't going to sell. So I just vendor it. Even if it's like, you know, thousand gold. Or more. Now, I do have a little exception to my rule of thumb. And that is, if it is something that I know, like I look at it and I go, man, that's that's good for that level. Then I kind of wait for the next flood of people to come in. If I've got bank space to, to hold on to that, I'll hold on to that item. Because I know once I start seeing people level up, and you just watch, you know, chat and watch people run around where you're at or wherever. If I see, you know, people that are leveling again, I'll throw it up in the H again. I also tend to see what other, you know, how many of that item level are out there as well. Because if I can find, if there's not a lot, then man, people just aren't, they don't need it at the time. Because people don't usually buy gear for a tune they might level, you know. They wait to buy gear for that tune that they're actually leveling. I had a situation uh, where something dropped. It was BOE, I won it. And it uh, was selling for 5,000 gold. So I put it up in the auction house. And I got a letter, a, a mail, from a player on our on Deathwing wanting to buy the item. But they offered me, like, way, way low. It was like 1,000 gold or 1,500. And I told him, I was like, look, I, I appreciate that you that you emailed me. And I appreciate that you're interested in the item. Uh, but you coming in under half of what market value is. So I'll tell you what, if it doesn't sell, I'm going to relist it. If it doesn't sell again, you and I will talk. And that's my same rule of, my rule of three. You know, it's not, it's not selling, it's not selling, get rid of it. Um, but this person, man, that thing sold, it sold for 5k. So yeah, they're out. And I actually sent them a, a letter and I said, you know, it sold, but I appreciate your, you know, you're emailing me, taking the effort. Uh, so thanks. I didn't send them anything. But <laughs> So would, do you have like a rule that you go by or, or what? What do you think? Mine's similar um, in that I don't like spending a lot of time in the auction house. To me, I just I went through that. I went through that phase of flipping stuff. Right now, it's not that fun to me. Um so, yeah, lots of times if I sell it twice, it comes back and I just vendor it. Um, when I did Deathwing, I got them into gems, you yeah. know, from that vendor. <laughs> yeah. uh, I sold a couple of them, the rest of them came back, and I just vendored them all. 
because it's 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 so little that you know even if okay I might be able to get five gold for this or even twenty gold eventually, but it's not happening right away and it's not worth it for me to wait. I get annoyed when I have a bunch of stuff in my bank that's cluttering. Yo, me too. So I end up vendoring. Um, but for somebody who is trying to consistently make a profit, um, what might be a uh, another approach to take too is not just vendor it, but to find out why. Why is this item not in demand? Um, I get lots of greens all the time for questing, and I look at the item level, and even though it says that the auction price would be pretty high, I go, you know what, no one's going to be able to use this, because I know what the item level uh, threshold is for getting into a dungeon, and then getting into looking for raid. Right. Uh, So, for example, where I'm at, my item level is 455. Okay. So going out and spending any sort of money on something that the item level is below 460 is worthless to me. Correct. Even if it's an upgrade, it doesn't matter. The end game is getting to 460. Or 470 so you can do... Well, yeah, so I can do the rest of them, yeah. Yeah. Um, So maybe if if it's an older item, it's mats, different expansion, or, or maybe something that was selling good at the beginning of the expansion, it's not now. You know, find out why. What is it being used for now? Did that item go obsolete and now nobody wants to craft it? Therefore, now this uh, materials item is worthless. You know, if it's something, yeah, you're going to be selling, you're wanting to sell it long term. If it comes back a few times, try to figure out why. If it's a piece of gear or something you're not really that invested in, just like a kind of a random thing you happened on, you were not looking for it to end up in your bag, yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, put it up. I always feel a little bit like I'm failing to vendor stuff after I've (laughs) (laughs) tried to auction it. But to me, I mean, it's play money. Yeah. It stresses me out spending time trying to auction stuff and relisting and relisting and relisting. And you're wasting money because you have a deposit cost. So I'm all about just vendor, 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 vendor. I had a guy two weeks ago now. Uh He was in... um, in I, I had gone to Orgamar for something, and the guy was was over by the auction house looking for uh, Netherweave. Oh. And for whatever reason, I had four stacks of 20 Netherweave. And I was like, I got four stacks. He's like, you got four stacks of Netherweave? I was like, yeah. So, yeah, he bought them. 100 gold, which, awesome. you know, yeah. Not a piece total, 100 gold. But yeah. I was like, oh, whatever. Cool. Yeah, it's not bad. No, they're just sitting in there anyhow, so yeah. not a big deal. So, yeah. Um, if you can understand why it's not selling and you can do something to counteract that, then yeah. yeah. If not, a lot of these things you get are just long-term investment. That's how I look at stuff. Right. Like, I've got something now. It's a, and The other thing I look at is, is transmog value, by the way. Um, that's tricky. Yeah. It's hard to it's, gauge. Yeah. Because that's all just vanity. And somebody who's got oodles amount of money might be willing to, you know, drop 20000 on a piece they may or may not use. Right. You know. Plus, and here's here's my only, this is my caveat to my own transmog argument, mm-hmm. uh, with the advent of sites like OpenRaid, it is so easy to get a raid together and go run a transmog run to get you know a chance in that gear. People do it on a weekly basis. That's true. So, yeah, I got a cool staff that dropped, and it sells for 999 gold. I've gotten it back twice. So... It's about yeah. to, it's about to get sold. Yeah, about to get vendored for like twenty gold. <laughs> so <laughs> it stings. Yeah, it stings sometimes. But you know that happens, and you know you got to do what you got to do. I don't like keeping clutter. Don't like yeah, keeping me either. Clutter. Bothers me. Looking for fail? PST. 
Oh, man, Freckleface. So here we are, right? I'm in looking for Raid. Yes. Not looking for Zerg, looking for Raid. <laughs> well, whatever. I'm in there, right? And uh, this pally, uh, we're running through and doing whatever we're doing, and a lockbox drops. A pally rolls need. Okay. On a lockbox. And everybody goes, uh, you're a pally in your old need on a lockbox. Uh-huh. And I can understand, maybe halfway understand if a rogue was doing it to work on lockpicking or something. I don't you know. don't work on lockpicking anymore. So I don't even understand it. But here's what, I think that roll need on a lockbox needs to be removed. It should be automatic greed on that. So everybody kind of questioned this, this pally. Uh-huh. Why are you rolling need on a lockbox? His answer, I need gold. (laughs) (laughs) That's his answer. He said, no, no, I I need gold. I rolled need because I need gold. Vote to kick and lay out. He went. Uh, Yeah, he got kicked out of the group. Everyone's like, "Uh, no, see ya. (laughs) I actually don't disagree with him all that much. What? What do you mean? To me, the greed button is, I don't care if I get it or not. The need button is, I want it. But you don't... It it says... I have hard times with it. I've gone full circle probably three times with the need versus greed. Okay, the problem with greeting... Greeting something like a lockbox. It is equal utility for everybody. Now, it's a little bit more accessible to rogues because they can open it themselves. But everybody else could theoretically have a friend open it who's a rogue, or maybe they're a blacksmith and they can make a key, or they have a friend who's a blacksmith and they can make a key. So this item is equal value to everybody. Now what always happens to me is if I roll early and I roll greed, somebody else rolls and then need. like <laughs> yeah, out of the twenty-five people, three people roll need on it. Yeah. Now it's a messed up roll because now it's that three people. Mm-hmm. If everybody just that wanted it, needed it, then it'd be a roll out of, you know, 25 people and it'd be even. And instead, you don't know what everyone else is going to do. So you try to hold off on your roll, but then everyone else is trying to, like, everyone's sitting around kind of eyeballing each other <laughs> going like, what are you going to do? Right. As opposed to just if you all needed, there is no question. It's just like, lockbox, cool. I mean, you know, it's just. I don't know. It's a different expectation. And you're kind of setting yourself up for one person always being able to take advantage if you, everyone rolls greed. Then the last person, I was like, everyone greeted, I'm going to take that sucker. And then no one can do anything. Except kick him out of the group. Except kick him out of the group. <laughs> but it would be resolved if everyone just went ahead and rolled the highest possible. And I don't think that's different than... And I do think that's different than taking something that is... Not for your class, because then you're taking something that you can't really use yeah, that somebody else could use more yeah. than you. They got a bigger advantage of it. Like for when I the one like the one dungeon, I was really mad at. I was on my healadin, and a healing plate gear dropped, and the tank rolled on it, and they took it and left. <sighs> So, to me, I'm thinking, okay, I am primary spec for healing. I have a higher benefit of getting that item than you. So, right. I felt like I felt like that was a ninja. 
That's the one you complained the Blizzard about, and they said there's no ninja in the game. That was something different. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what that was. Well, you, you know, I always tell myself that before a looking for raid group gets going, or even even in a random dungeon, sometimes I tell myself the same thing, where I say I'm going to make a a PSA question. You know, kind of go, hey, uh, if a lockbox drops, what 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 are we gonna do? Okay. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, to kind of set that forth, and so people, you know, because get that argument out of the way. Yeah. You know, get it out of the way. So, because right. I actually uh, missed out on a pet that dropped a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, because they were all needing on and greeted on it. Yeah, I rolled. Yeah. I saw it come up first, and I hit greed, and then everybody else rolled need, and I'm like, see, and you yeah. lost out. So, so the problem is twofold. The problem is that guy went against what everybody else was doing. He obviously saw everyone else was greeting on it. Right, decided yeah, he to need. at the very end, yep. But then the other problem is, is the expectation isn't really clear. Not clear at all. And it could be removed by what you're saying, things, um, Blizzard, things like Lockbox, because people just changing it to either greet or pass, or pet greet or pass. Because even yeah. if you, and the thing, the, the odd, and the odd thing with pets now, it used to be once you knew it, you just knew it, you couldn't use it any other way. But you can hold up to three copies of it right. in your journal, yeah. plus additional ones in your bag. So even if your journal is full, you can just take one out, put it in the cage, put it in the auction house, and learn another one. Now you got three again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's equal for everybody. So yeah, I don't know. I think that I don't know. I, I think that brings up more questions and things. I, like, I know that sounds dumb. Like, oh, I need gold. It's dumb, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I it's can see your point us. from it. Yeah. yeah. But it's one of those things where, like I said, it's easier said than done. But if you set the expectations before before you run in and do the first loot, then, you know, that whole thing gets anno- uh, gets avoided. Yeah. Maybe I'll just so make you vote a to kick half it. the people. And then ah, then that's true. Then I do the whole thing over. By the way, guys, I, I tell you what, it, it was effective. We had a pretty good group eventually. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, uh-huh. I I laughed because I thought of a Stephen Wright joke uh, during that whole thing. Uh-huh. Where he said, uh, you know, we had a quicksand box in my backyard. And I was an eventual, I was a only child eventually. Quicksand box. Yeah. Never mind. It's uh, bad. Yeah. So was my delivery. So, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was still a pretty funny story for the guy there. That, yeah. But, you know. Oh, hey, Freck. Hey. You're in the hot seat. Been away for a while because we've had studio guests in and everything else. Didn't want to make that seat that hot for yeah. you. But I do have some hot seat questions for you tonight. And uh, these are from yours truly. So, Oh, they are. Yeah. Are you allowed to do that? I am. Yeah. I don't think you are. Uh, I am. I made the rules and I am. <laughs> <laughs> if, if if you want to challenge the rules, you can talk to the uh, the rules committee. Okay. I'm the chairman. <laughs> <laughs> I voted myself on that one because <laughs> I made the rules. See what you did there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyhow, uh, first one. Here we go. Well, I got what, like six, five, five of them. If you could go back and change something about your main tune, what would it be? Um, you mean right now? Yes. Well, there's two things. One of them I already talked about, which is her name is Cami Freckle because I was trying to do like camouflage, but I actually think Freckleflage would be a better name, although I wouldn't know how to spell it. And people would be like, Fuckaflouge. Right. Fuckaflouge. Fuckaflouge. The other thing is... Fuckaflaggle. <laughs> my goblet, like, she's got on pants, right? But they show up like shorts. <laughs> I don't like that. So you talking about race changing? No. Oh. 
She just need she needs to start wearing capri pants. And wear like normal <laughs> pants. Okay, well, you can't, normal you, pants. You can't change that. Well, I don't know what else you meant. What else would I change? Well, something you did, like the name. Oh, okay. What else? I don't know. That's it. That's it? Just the name. Okay. Uh, have you ever been kicked out from a guild? If so, why? I don't think I have, but I've been in a guild that everyone left except for me. Maybe they're all trying to tell you something <laughs> there, Freck. I don't know. Check our hand. We all left. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. What is your biggest regret about all your WoW days? What do you mean all my WoW days? Since you started playing WoW, the biggest regret. My perfume bottles. Oh. Ah. <laughs> that, that was a stinger. You left those there. Uh, yeah. Left Ouch. all my rare perfume bottles that can never not available in the game anymore. Tatoon still has them over there. Yeah. Yeah, you can still get them then. Yeah. You could you could overcome your regret for twenty five bucks. I, I mean, come on, that's Doctor Phil moment and a half right there. <laughs> now I'll show you here for twenty five dollars. You can fix all your problems. Yeah, I should. I keep bringing it up. Wait, Christmas is coming. We may have to do something about that. <laughs> All right, Freck. If you could get away with one thing, one time, and wow, with no repercussions, what would it be? Um, I want to pickpocket Garage. Hmm. 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 I want to raise gun in his pockets. Maybe you can do that in the, the final... Probably not. Usually bosses don't have pickpocket stuff. What do you think he'd have in his pockets? Bones. (laughs) (laughs) It's scary. Yeah. Chicken bones. Yeah. I'm going to pickpocket everybody. Yeah, I'm going to pickpocket friendly mobs. That doesn't go well with you most times. (laughs) I want to pick... Okay, I will amend it to... I want to be able to pickpocket friendly mobs. Oh. Because that'd be entertaining. Going yeah. Ogamar. Go why shouldn't you be able to? You're not fighting them. You're just been like sidling up to him, sticking your hand in, seeing what comes out. <laughs> Leave it in the show. What? Sometimes there's cheese, sometimes there's <laughs> money. The end goal, they have all these books. Like they have a <laughs> they have these illegible list. Oh yeah, you sent me of today. To, yeah. cultures to crush. Yeah. Rabble to raise. Yeah, I you should, I don't know. You can't pick pocket friendlies because then they get hostile to you if you get caught. And like, hey, but you wouldn't get caught because you're good. Yeah, but then all you do is run and pickpocket everybody all day. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, you need another distraction in this game. Ah, <laughs> what's that supposed to mean? How are your pets doing? Hmm. Pet battles? Good. Okay. No, I'm putting off to five point one. Uh, if your main tune could marry another tune in WoW, who would it be and why? Oh, another tune or another NPC? NPCs included. NPC included. Okay. Um. Current, so you can't be like, I would marry Arthas before I turned into Lich ah, King. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I know. Man. <laughs> so, I, so I took it away from you. Hmm. Well, there's that Tarn out in the Crosslong Wilds who just lost his wife. Oh. So, he's so you like, think he's on the rebound? Yeah, he's all like vulnerable. <laughs> you going for low hanging fruit, wreck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too, too soon, Freck. 
guy just lost his wife. It's okay. It's got a, he got a baby out of it. Oh, so you just want Insta family? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then I don't have to go through the whole process because it killed her. So obviously that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. That baby's destined to be chieftain. Yeah. 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 Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, Frank, I think we're going to wrap this whole puppy up here. That was a weird note to wrap up on. La! How about that note? Is okay, that, that was okay. better. <laughs> B flat. What? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> uh, anyhow, hey, you know what? Uh, the second Friday at, at Freaking Eight Cugglers is coming up here in about uh, here soon. Yep. And we're going to be out there. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Always is a lot of fun out there. Basically, for those of you who don't know, Frickin' and Kegler's like a massive uh, English pub slash bowling alley slash... Um, it's an entertainment center. Family entertainment center. There you go. Yeah. They have six, I counted them. No, eight. Eight, like, two-story tall TV screens in front yeah. of the bowling lanes. Those are cool. Yeah. They're ginormous. I want them to put on something other than sports. Good luck with that. Okay. Yeah. They're really cool what they played. Um... You could say, I wonder if everyone would hate me if I said Twilight, but yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they, pretty yeah. Much. family entertainment. You know, entertainment's oh, the key oh, yeah, word yeah, there. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not entertainment. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to go to that. I didn't get to go to the premiere thing. What do you mean didn't get to go? Y'all told me I couldn't go with y'all. I know you weren't invited. There are so many that death fight scene. Oh, uh, oh, jeez. Okay, decapitations well, all over the place. Decapitations. That's nice. I was um, shocked. <laughs> so we have Harthies here. <laughs> <laughs> Focus, freckle face. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, yeah, we do have some Harthys here. You know, New Year's coming up. Probably have some people on the uh, on the old uh, list here to look over. Yeah, get some more of these, but they're fun. You can't win them. You can only earn them. You can only earn them by being awesome in the WoW community of itself. So if you're doing something awesome and WoW, you know somebody's doing something awesome and WoW. Uh, let us know about them, and we'll go check them out and see if their awesomeness is indeed that awesome. And if it is, it might be a hearthy in their future. Open Raid 2.0. This is huge. We uh, we had some insider pictures we posted up on Facebook a couple weeks ago with a new site layout. Uh, this thing is launching actually on uh, Saturday, December 8th, is when the new site is scheduled to launch. Sometime on the 8th. They're not saying when. They're saying sometime during the day. On Saturday, December 8th, it will launch. Now, on Sunday, December 9th, at 7 p.m. Eastern and also 7 p.m. European time, um, they're going to have a fun run. This is where participants are going to make a level 1 character on the Zul'jin Alliance for the U.S. and the uh, Khadgar Alliance for the EU. And they're going to take these little level 1 characters. They're going to strip them down. They're going to be naked, Freckleface. Naked gnome runs. Naked gnome runs. Doesn't have to be gnomes, does it? No, it does not. Um, but they are going to coordinate all that, and there's going to be more information coming out about you know what uh, how, how to get into the fun run, and there's going to be prizes and everything else that's going to be happening with the fun run. All this, of course, is to celebrate the launching of OpenRay 2.0, which has a fantastic new layout, uh, new features, new bunch of just it's totally new. Uh, so. If you've got nothing going on at 7 p.m. Eastern or 7 p.m. Central European time, whatever that is, CET, um, to go, yeah, go check out those two servers, the Zul'jin or the Kotgar Alliance side, level one, and go have a little fun run with them. It ought to be something pretty cool. 
And hey, you can be part of next week's show by calling our HearthCast hotline at 407-520-5342, leaving us a voice message there. Drop that into the show for you. You can also send us an email, just like Scaresome did, uh, by sending an email to contribute at hearthcast.com. You can use our HearthCast email submission form over at our website. Also, that's hearthcast.com there. That'll send it directly to us. You can tweet us on uh, Twitter. Freckleface is at Hearthcast Freck. I am at Hearthcast Root, and the show is just Hearthcast. Or you can go check out our Facebook page over at facebook.com forward slash Hearthcast. Uh, we post a lot of questions up there on a daily basis and uh, a lot of cool pictures, videos. Freckleface's uh, investigative reporter, 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 blah, 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 blah. Leave it in the show. I did it to myself. Yeah, you did. Why'd you roll your eyes at me? You I hope you wouldn't bring that video up oh, again. Oh, it's a fun video. It's embarrassing. You'd see some rogues try to buy the game. Yeah. And then... That's what? hilarious. Just, and then, yeah, the girl behind the counter asked her his idea. He's in full costume, lady. And he's like, well, Whoa. you take it. Like, I'll trust you. Why are you asking him for ID? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why even go through that process if you can't see who he is? <laughs> Uh, we'd again like to thank our sponsors, ReduceTheLag.com and Rarespawn Studios. You can find HearthCast on iTunes, Stitcher, or can drop our RSS feed into your favorite podcasting app. Until next time, this has been Roots and Freckleface for HearthCast.com. It's about World of Warcraft Take a break from your grind If you have the time To listen to our show We got gnomes and dwarves And night elves too And we would like to Thank you For listening For listening I said we would like to Thank you